Welcome to the Bright Sun Podcast. I'm David Pierre. Episode number three. And today we're going to be talking about masculinity versus art and how a masculinity affects art and masculinity has a quote on it quotations on it for the masculinity that has more been represented rather than what it literally is or the best one or things like that because that's a whole other conversation for another day and the masculinity I'm talking about is the one where boys don't cry, men don't cry, you're not supposed to be that expressive or, you know, not in your feelings, logical, rational, sturdy in a sense, of course, bravery, responsibility, leadership, and especially honing in more on the parts where you're more logical and rational and not crying, not supposed to really be in your feelings like that, not supposed to be really expressing your feelings and, you know, feel it and move on type thing and suck it up, man up. How those affect the parts of art where, for example, if you're sculpting, you're drawing a picture, you don't have to be in your feelings to do that, you know? Of course, you can draw a sad picture because of it, or you can paint something because of it, but you can do those things. I mean, of course, you, you can even make a song without being in your feelings. It's the thing about when your art is fueled, a sense, by that pain, by those experiences, and it tends to be more in music, and even in things like painting, even things like writing, I would say, and even that writing goes along with music. I think I think that can affect it since, I mean, I've also, I've seen that affect me because in a way, I would say I've become more masculine, not in that sense, like the one I was talking about, more in a healthy sense, I would say. I can go into that some other time. But even with, that there was some level of things where my emotions weren't something that I expressed, but rather something I channeled or simmered. I'm not sure if I'm using that correctly. And when my songs, for the longest of time, my songs were coming from a place of poetry, feelings, experience, and of course, even from just imagination, stories, experience and whatnot. But of course, there's some level, for a lot of the songs, I would say there's like a level of, I was feeling this. And the more I became adept to dealing with problems, the harder a song became to write because typically, and this is in my experience, I don't have statistics on how many people make songs or how many songs about this and that. In my experience, typically music is, are these 
problems or these stories or these conflicts or these feelings that, or even like these messages that people have, but these feelings are embedded with it to where it's hard to separate the two in general. Of course, some songs are, you know, of course there are plenty of songs that don't need no sort of vulnerability in it. Once again, that's not what I, you know, like there are also plenty, plenty of others where that's also not the case. And if you were to take that part of masculinity and that part of art, they oppose each other. To where can you be, could you be that masculine thing and be an artist? Like, is there somebody out there that is that masculinity that I was talking about in the beginning? And also an artist in the way of, with the feelings and expression. Because since those things would oppose each other, of course, that's not saying you can't have both. I'm not saying that's impossible. It's the thing of, I don't have many examples. I'm not sure if I have any examples of that. Because even examples I would say are probably more rappers, but even then, those rappers, speaking your mind is differently than expressing your feelings. Even though your mind affects, even though your thoughts affect your feelings, if I'm rapping about how I don't like something, or if I'm rapping about how I used to grow up or something, that doesn't need my feelings in it. Of course, you could you could even argue, oh, you could even talk about how you like someone that had feelings in it. Indeed. It's that the examples that I would have for a rapper, probably, I'm not sure what, it, I don't even know how masculine they would be for me to say that they are a masculine artist. I mean, if you want to go based off of the perceived masculinity, you could say that, you know, maybe somebody like Jay-Z or J. Cole or something. But they're a masculine artists. But so far, I haven't seen something from them that were so vulnerable, that, that were that vulnerable as compared to like something like R&B. Sometimes, you know, and typically in pop, maybe even some indie or like rock stuff. And of course, rap is its own thing and the rocks and everything like that, they have their own places. They don't all need to be things that there always are. And there are, there is some sad rap. It's to think of the examples of, of when you mix the masculinity and that, it's hard to find. Now, if you have any, you watch this and you have any, comment or let me know what those are. You know, any people that, you think are masculine, you would say, and are also artists that have been vulnerable and expressed themselves and have, I guess, gone against that perceived notion of it. Because, because it's interesting how, like, I don't hear that being talked about in the manosphere community or the, you know, you know, the community of, red pill and motivation and guy talk and men and versus 
between men and women and stuff. And you know what I mean? I don't hear, I barely hear anybody talk about art. And I'm not saying art needs needs to be something in your life or needs or that's something that a man does or something. That's another, you know, I'm not even sure about that, right? I'm saying is, hmm, this is definitely something that isn't being taken as a part of that identity or of that symbol or representation. So I wonder, can the two even mesh? Because you would think, and I've watched tons of dudes, tons of masculinity guys or guys talking about male stuff and dudes are unmotivated, lazy, how to get better, take care of yourself and relationships and get girls and pick up and red pill and matrix and all, all this stuff, right? All this stuff. And I haven't seen anyone bring up any importance or anything of doing art or having that sort of having that creativity in your life in that artistic way. Because of course you could say that problem solving is a creative thing that if a guy is supposed to problem solve, that is a creative thing. And even with that, I don't hear that. Make sure you drink your water. Even with that, I don't hear that. I don't hear creativity from any of these guys that are talking about that sort of stuff. And even recently, I reacted to a video of a guy who was talking about how music makes you sick because when you, for example, and I, I saw, I've seen this say that it's a, that I've seen like there's a study about this. I've seen some posts. I've seen him talk about it as well. I'm gonna look more into it, and but it does make sense to me initially. And this is what it is: is that more like there's there's a link between people who listen to a lot of music and depression or being more likely to be depressed or feel depressed and. I think that's reasonable to say because in my experience and when I've asked and in other people's experiences, we've listened to more music when we were sad or when we were feeling depressed or danger in depression. Like you constantly feel, feeling your that emptiness or that lack of with that noise or with that fuel of the feeling. Like when you're sad and you listen to a sad song, the sad song doesn't help you feel better. The sad song just fuels the sadness or it lets you, instead of, it lets you, you kind of like swim in that pool rather than, like you're drowning in the no, it's like more like you're still drowning in the pool, but you're okay with it. But you somehow, but you're gonna survive it. Maybe that's a wrong analogy. If you know a better one, comment that as well. But you know, like you don't like if you're sad, you don't listen to sad music to help you feel better. You listen to sad music to feel more what you're feeling and to be more within that 
or as a way to express that feeling without necessarily you saying it, but the song saying it for you. But then with that, you're not tackling your own problems. So you're not, like, it's not you, it's a song. You're letting the song put more messages, put more sad things in your mind, helping your emotional state while you're not problem solving, you're not solving your problem. And in that case, it's also goes into the thing of how emotional, I mean, masculine would you be for that to not to be the case? And how does, and you know, given the thing of what masculinity is, that would oppose that in general, or that wouldn't even be happening because. If that music is what's fueling your emotions, or if you're listening to that emotional music, and and I and I and I agree with the guy too. I'm not sure how many of people else think about this or think this, but like music can or does send these subliminal messages into your mind. Like music does do this thing to where even if you're not actually thinking it, you're not actually doing it. Let's say you put on some freaking like Joji, right? You put on some Frank Ocean. You put on that, you could be chilling, but then you put on some self-control, you put on some slow dancing in the dark or a glimpse of us, then it's like, how can you feel happy after that? Like, how can you not, how can you think of something happy after that? No, you're going to be thinking about your ex, you're going to be thinking about heartbreak, you're going to be thinking about being alone and missing somebody because that's what the song is saying and you're saying it, if you know the lyrics, you better know the lyrics to your freaking song. You better, you're going to be saying the lyrics as you read it, as you sing it out, as you listen to it. And what, and matter, and the way you say things are powerful too, to where matter how you say something, your body can register it. As in, if I speak with, if I use more words that aid into the action of me doing things, that will help me do those things rather than using softer words. So let's say I'm like, okay, I will do this. That sets me up better than me saying, maybe I'll do this or I'm thinking about doing this, or may I might, because me saying I will, not only am I putting it out there, and I'm saying it to myself, I will. While if I'm saying I might, then my energy isn't as solid as the first one. So now you're listening to Frank Ocean, Joji, some sort of sad song, right? Some X or something, and... Like, what is things that are going into your mind aren't going to be positive ones? That's not saying you can't listen to a negative. That doesn't mean like they, that they're bad for you. It's the thing of if you're not, if you haven't solved those problems, like, 
I can listen to Frank Ocean and Joji and stuff now and XXX and be cool because I'm not that same sad guy anymore that who was listening to them because I was sad who listened to them and then, oh my God, you know, oh man, she left me or I miss her or I'm thinking about, you know what I mean? It's like, I listen to them and I'm like, even if any random thought pops up into my mind, I'm so far past that to where it's just, like, it's just there. It doesn't do anything. I don't, it doesn't do anything. And I can, and I'll enjoy the song for what the song is and what they're trying to do in the song rather than, oh, rather than the song being something that I must that must feed my feeling or feed my state. Especially when it's a song that isn't meant to be, you know, a happy song. And so in that, and even when it comes to like sad paintings, sad photos, things that remind you of those sad memories and sad moments and experiences, those have a place, definitely. It's more about... It's more about... If you want to put masculinity and those things side by side, they damn near wouldn't, couldn't be together. I, and... So I'm not I'm not saying that someone that listens to I mean I don't know is that the thing is that something if you listen to sad music are you less masculine is that I'm not sure because I'm it's something I've been thinking about for a while but this is gonna take some more exploration to really get to the grounds of finding more examples maybe running some experiments and whatnot. So far, it seems like perceived. We'll, we'll call we'll call the the, main, the masculinity I'm talking about in the video perceived masculinity. The perceived it seems so far the perceived masculinity opposes the creation of art, especially when it comes to the you know music and writing and the more vulnerable paintings and drawings, photos. And yeah, I mean, let me let me know what y'all think about that. It's something that you know, something something that we get something something that we got to talk about because this might lead this might lead to a new breakthrough in the definition of masculinity, or you know, the whole what it means to be a man, or the way art affects us, or how music affects us, and whatnot. So. Let me know. Follow, follow this wherever you're at. But if you're on YouTube, uh, sort of podcast platform, wherever, and check out my website. You have a good day.
hope this helps. Stay tuned for the next one. Catch you later. Drink your smoothies. Drink your water. <laughs>